Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Slate, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I just have a question to ask you. And this is no offense, because I don't know where you're at, but I don't know about you, but there have been moments in my life where it's just been completely bat crap crazy. It seems like everything was on fire, and I needed to be at 10,000 places all at the same time. It didn't seem like I had any calm in my life, and it just felt so scattered. And if that's you, if you're in like in a point where you're like, oh my goodness, this is too crazy even for me, I really need to pump the brakes and change some things in my life, listen to today's episode. We're going to be talking about like how to take the crazy out of your life so that you can live a very productive and carefree and something that you just want to wake up and look forward to. Aren't you interested in that? I mean, I am. And I hope you are too. So if so, stay tuned after this short break and we will get straight into it. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are dialed in and tuned into this podcast. So if you don't know, let me just kind of introduce myself and explain what we're doing on this time together. So as I said earlier, my name is Denise Lee. This is an introverted entrepreneur podcast. It's just not designed for introverts or or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anybody who wants to improve their life. Look, we live in just a crazy world where it just seems like every moment you turn on your phone or like you're speaking to someone, their disaster is looming around the corner or there's somebody or something just acting funky and you're like ah I just need calm in my life I just need to be able to have a plan to like get my life together grow my business just do something that just gets me in the right direction and this is what we're all about we're going to be talking about communication we're going to be talking about understanding who you are we're going to be talking about your life script we're going to be talking about the intersection between science and psychology all that fun stuff is going to be talked about here so if you haven't done so already make sure you hit that follow subscribe button wherever you're listening that way as soon as I drop an episode which I usually do on Monday Wednesdays and Fridays so just mark your calendar (laughs) that's when I'll be be able to unleash a new breath of sunshine and different perspective in your world because I definitely definitely appreciate the fact that there is a need for this like we're not sitting in a world where everybody's comfortable with chaos like there there are people like you out there who's like okay I really want to make a change in my life I'm really tired of all this craziness that I learned from my mom and my dad or my uncles or whoever I know that there's a better life to live and this is going to help me get into that next brighter spot. So if that's what you're into, that's your jam. So I'm so glad that you're here. And you have been listening. If you have been listening, if you have been enjoying this type of content, I just kindly ask that you would share this content with somebody else. Here, here's the thing, sharing is caring. And the way that we can be able to have healthier conversations is that we're all on the same page. So if you know of someone that is in this tight spot or just needs to have a breath of fresh air and you enjoy this content, Go ahead and share it and also make sure that you write a review or engage with me on Spotify. I have had some very interesting questions that have been posed to me via Spotify and I I'm, I want more of them. So you can send me a message via Spotify or you want to send me a voice message too. That's cool. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise Sheely. You can send me a voicemail message. Let me know in the beginning or the end of the message whether or not I have permission to obviously uh, air your message and then obviously make sure you include your hometown so I know where you're you're coming from I have a weirdly large audience in Switzerland so I would love to hear from someone from Switzerland because like I know I got a huge 
amount of peeps in Switzerland outside of the U.S. So I find that very fascinating, cool all at the same time. So I'd love to hear from some of my Swiss peeps or <laughs> people out there. Uh, you know who you are. Um, anyway, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was that if you are interested in learning more about me, reading some of my articles, check out denisegelee.com. Now, also, within denisegelee.com, you could be able to inquire about coaching with me, private coaching, or just anything else. I've been really on a tear as of late, kind of writing some content, written content. And so in case you're wondering, is what I'm saying on the podcast a a copy and paste of like an audio transcript of what I, you're hearing? And the answer is no, absolutely not. It is definitely where I get really deep into some science and psychology and I've referenced some other things that can be really helpful in terms of like being able to communicate better, have relationships that aren't in full of drama and sanity. And more importantly, like understanding why in the world you have suffered through addictions or explaining how to heal from trauma, all that kind of stuff. So go ahead and check out denisegelee.com. I'm going to leave a link to this show in the show notes below. And obviously, if you would like to listen to one of my hot takes on any type of subject, I have a, a, a Twitter account, Denise G. Lee. You can go ahead and check me out on Twitter. That's the only live place that I'm at, like I'm actively at. Yeah, I know. I got stuff on like YouTube and LinkedIn, Pinterest, but like if you really want to hear me just do my hot takes and talk about certain things, that is the place where you can heck even tag me. I'm like, I'm all about, you know, talking with people on certain things. So go ahead and check that out on Twitter, Denise Chile. I'm also going to leave links in the show notes below. I think I did enough of all the intros because I want to get into the meat and bones of what we're going to be talking about. Because I woke up this morning, I was just thinking to myself, like, okay, what are I, what am I really passionate about? Like what really lights me up and what do I want to do? And here and I thought about it and I and I and I started thinking about okay, what what am I hearing from my people? What what do they what are they talking about? What, what what's the vibe that's going on? And crazy came to my mind. And before I kind of just get into some steps about how to get that crazy out, I just have a confession to make. For many years of my life, it was really crazy. <laughs> I mean, really, really crazy, meaning that I remember, God, I can just mention so many segments of my life, but one of the most key segments of my life I remember was when I was dating my then boyfriend, now husband. And at the time I was volunteer, I was working a full-time job. I was volunteering at a newspaper doing bookkeeping. And then I was also trying to build out my then personal training practice and I was doing it all at the same time. And then my husband, well, my then boyfriend at the time was like, wow, you're just really busy. How do you have time to date? And I'm like, oh, I've got plenty of time to date. And the fact of the matter is I was running on pure mania and pure adrenaline that it felt like the only thing I could do was just to work, work, work some more. You see, I didn't really understand the idea of rest because I always felt as if I was always falling behind, meaning that everyone else was just doing fabulous things and doing successful things with their life and starting to like live with their boyfriends or, you know, move or just do near interesting things. And I was just kind of just stuck with my finger up my nose doing nothing. And so I just thought I had to work, work, work some more, even when to the point where I, I, there was clear health problems where <laughs> I always show this 
to my clients. And I think it's in one of my articles. Oh, actually, I know it's in one of my articles uh, and on Denise G. Lee, where there's a photo of my driver's license. And I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. I got one shoulder completely up. It looks like a hump. And then my head's tilted to the side. It, and my eyes are all wide and bright as if like I'm a deer caught in headlights. It's a, it's a, it's a real jacked up scene. But in my mind, I thought I looked so pretty because I was wearing my orange uh, sweater and I had some pretty little dangling orange teardrop uh, uh, earrings and I just thought I was the cutest thing and my hair was all curly but I was stressed beyond belief and that's a really sad but truthful reflection I it was that that driver's license photo was taken of me when I was in the midst of in full-blown of my sex edition issues I was doing the personal training and the volunteering and, and the working. I was on the verge of, you know, losing my job. Everything just felt like such a hot mess. And in my mind, in that moment, I think it was like 27, 28, like I just thought that was the way you lived life. You just jump from crisis to crisis to crisis. And like that was just how you lived life. And and, and I, I'm telling you this, like for a lot of us, we grew up in situations where it was there was always something going on. Either there was financial problems or there was someone in their lives that had emotional problems or there was always some type of danger lurking around the corner. And so you always had to just have not one, but two, but even 10 backup plans. And I was always talking really fast because I was always so nervous and I was always so hyper and I couldn't think straight for the life of me. And maybe you're in a spot right now where you've got 10,000 things burning all at the same time. And then you're wondering why, despite all your effort, despite all your hard work, despite all the things that you've been doing, like nothing's really happening. And I, and I get that. Like I get that vibe so much because I was there. I was there more times than I wish to admit. And so if we're going to be able to get the crazy out of our lives, I want to just provide you some tools, some resources to be able to think of things objectively and to help you to be able to like take a hard, honest look at your life and going, okay, what things really need to shift? Because the way I'm living my life ain't working now. And if I really want to grow my business, start a family, move, get a bigger house, like whatever you want to do, we have to get the crazy out. And so here are some things that I want to share with you that I wish that someone would told told me 15, I forget 15, 20 years ago. But you know what? Truth be told, and if you told me 20 years ago, I was so addicted to crisis, I couldn't see it. But so please, as you're listening to, maybe you're not ready right now to take all the suggestions that I have, but at least take a pen, pick a paper. And I want you to really write down and reflect on some of the things that I have to say, because even if you're not ready for it now, at least you have this resource. At least you know, like unequivocally on your phone, your <laughs> unequivocally, am I saying this right? If you have this in your mind right now, like, okay, at least I, somebody told me, at least Denise told me. Okay. So the first thing that I want to to talk about, about getting this crazy out of your life is number one is identify the things that are absolutely crazy. Here's the thing. In the back of your mind, you know that there is a lot of weird things that are going on. Like, for example, I remember I was just talking with a, a client the other day and he told me that every night, like he would wake up with this terrible, terrible 
neck pain and and like it would take him like sometimes up to 20 minutes to like stretch and just get it out and even then like he would just feel this terrible neck pain and the reason why is he would literally cradle his phone to sleep at night because he constantly had to make sure that he got notifications about his stripe stripe sales or whatever type of notifications from his social media platform like what is this so he was so obsessed yeah, like about just getting notified and notified and notified. He literally carried his phone to bed like a baby and cradled it to the point where he would actually twist his neck so he could be able to like see the screen light up in the exact way that he could just visualize seeing with his eyes pointing at the screen and then seeing the notification. My friend, nobody needs to be cradling their phone at night to sleep. Like, please don't do this. For some of us, we took that initial moment of excitement in our lives and then we just took it to a whole new dimension where it's actually causing us physical pain in our body. So my question to you is, are there parts of your life where you know that it's actually causing you either physical pain or mental pain? Like, let's think about what mental pain is. Have you ever like thought about something to do or somewhere to go and the moment like you started thinking about it it your your eyes started twitching a little bit at least I know I've had those moments like literally my eyes were twitching at the thought of <laughs> interacting with certain people in my past but I thought I had to interact with them because that's the only place that I can go for this particular service like I, I was thinking about one particular hairstyle I went to I actually freaking hated her guts but I was so scared to find another hairdresser because I told myself where can a black woman find anyone to do their hair if this is so hard to find a black woman and the fact of the matter is it's a marketplace for everything and everyone and I wasn't I'm not like the only black person that was living then in Silver Spring Maryland and, and the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia, Ireland, area. But in my mind, I just made it seem like she was the only person to go to, the only place that I can go. And as a result of my constant irritants around hanging out with her, I didn't, I wasn't able to speak my needs up. She was recommending things that were expensive. And I came to found a leader was leading to my hair having alopecia. And the fact of the matter is like, I made excuses for that crazy too, where I took my fear and I amplified, I blew it, blew it up. I, I took that little uh, anthill and I turned it into a full-size cr- uh, mountain and I couldn't see past any of my options. So my question to you is, are you magnifying your abilities or magnifying your fears? That's part of the crazy is the from the first part is we're going from a place of mania and absolute excitement and we're ruining our health or we're magnifying our fears and we're literally getting ourselves stuck in a bind and not being able to visualize any other potentials that we could be taking advantage of. And that's part of the crazy that I want to talk with you about. What are things you're like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm making this a lot worse by my own design. And the next thing I want you to just admit to yourself is I, I want us to stop making excuses for it. Now, I know you might say, well, my, this is the way my mom or my dad or my cousin or our culture does this. We're just very animated. We're very excited. We're very uh, 
animated or whatever. But here's the thing I want to say, just because your culture, your family of origin or whoever did it, did it mean, make, make sense or means that it's healthy. So now it's your time to ask yourself like right now, okay, am I glamorizing pain and conflict? Now, for a lot of us, we grew up in a very painful home where under the age of three, if you were under a lot of stress, a lot of pain, a lot of conflict, you may have been coming addicted to stress hormones like norepinephrine. Now, for those of you guys who don't know what norepinephrine is, it's kind of the flip side of um, of a, a dopamine, where you know dopamine is a feel-good uh, chemical that's uh, released and it helps you feel good. It makes you feel calm. But norepinephrine is kind of like the slow down, don't run off the cliff kind of hormone. It's a stress hormone that's released to help you not being able to do things that you will later regret. So it kind of makes you slow to think things through. Your mind feels a little scattered. You can't really process things. Everything's in a fog or you, you feel animated, but you don't know quite what to do. Like that's when you're under that influence of that hormone norepinephrine. And in small amounts, it's good. It helps us not make wildly crazy decisions. But if we're flooded with pain, flooded with all, all this pain and confusion, it literally impairs our body's ability to release toxins from our bodies. It amps up our, our other stress hormones like cortisol in our bodies. And as a result, it can mutate cells and lead to cancer and leave us to a very painful and in some case, early life. You know, I think about even my family member, think about one of my grandmothers, she died from stomach cancer. For those of you guys who don't know, stomach cancer is one of the most painful cancers that you can ever get. And, you know, when I think about the life that she led, it was a very pain, stressful life. And part of the reason why it was so painful and stressful for her is because she was one of those proud women who never wanted to accept any kind of charity case. And she worked many jobs and she had many different kids. And yeah, surprise, surprise, she didn't really have any anyone to support her because she didn't want anyone to take advantage of her or see her as weak. Now, I just have to say this because it's, it's on my mind right now. Uh, along those lines of like not seeing anyone see you sweat or whatever. You know, Carl Jung, the uh, very famous, well, he's dead uh, psychiatrist, uh, analyst. He wrote a book called The uh, Archetypes and the Collective uh, Unconscious. And within it, he talked about this idea of the anima and the animas. Uh, Latin words, um, Latin derivative words. In any way, he designed that he um, said that within the soul of a woman's body is a very strong masculine soul called the animus. And inside the, the soul of a big, strong, strapping man is the anima, the feminine side. Anima, animus. You're never going to meet a man as strong inside as a a woman, and you're never going to meet a sensitive woman and gentle inside as a man. That's why we try to teach men how to control their brute strength to make them gentle and they're gentlemen. And ladies are to temper their desire for commanding and controlling and conquering because of their strong inside that helps keep their fragile bodies safe. And that's why lots of women 
if they haven't been taught how to be a woman, tend to be very aggressive, very dominating, very uh, resistant to any type of help because of their, their, their soul inside of them. Uh, unless they've been taught or raised in a, in a family where they were learning how to respect their feelings first over their thoughts versus for a man, how a man can be able to respect his thoughts over his feelings. Because we always wonder about where do mama's boys come in? Well, a mama's boy is a man that was raised in a home where his feelings were prioritized over his thoughts. So he always wanted to have his way and not be able to be kind or considerate about the needs of his woman or anyone else for that matter. He was just in perpetual adolescence. Think of the best illustration is the uh, classic movie, a uh, Peter Pan. And if you may remember in Peter Pan in the lost world, there was Wendy always chasing uh, Peter. He, and he was in perpetual boyhood. He never wanted to grow up. And so for, for a lot of us, if we grew up in these painful families. We never, you learned how to be able to be in touch with our feelings or be in touch with our thoughts. And this is a great plugin for me to talk about. If you uh, check out denisegelee.com, there's a link on the top banner for your life script. It's a probably take you 10, 15 minutes of your time. It's a free little quiz that I've made to help you understand like, what's your life script? What were you taught? Were you taught to be able to be mindful of your thoughts or your feelings? Like what kind of, or even being able to appreciate joy in your life? I don't know. You have to uh, take the quiz and find out. But anyway, going back to the main issue about this idea of, of the crazy, part of the crazy is identifying the messages that we got from our childhood of origin. Because a lot of us just went on autopilot and never even questioned the things that we got. We just thought that the way that we were living was normal. And then we were wondering why we have uh, high blood pressure or we're grinding our teeth at night or we're not being able to just feel any type of joy or peace. And the, the reason behind it is because we're just replicating all the crazy things that we saw. And so the the best way we can do that is to be able to a identify what's going on and b like stop using drama as a badge of honor and let's stop this idea that somehow having tons of things to do makes you a a busy person a successful person no it just means like you're a busy person the way to enjoy life is through subtraction not through addition and i know that may seem a little weird to you because you may have been around people who would always glorify all the 10,000 things that they were doing in life and how busy and how important they are. But here's the thing. If you need external things to validate who you are in your inside, you are making yourself a very small package, meaning that you are not valued by the things that you do, but how you view yourself. And I've had so many conversations with clients over the years and oh, I oh, this common frame I reframe that I hear over and over over again is that Denise, if I'm not doing all these things to grow my business or I'm not doing any of these things in my community, then people will not pay attention to me and if people don't pay attention to me, then I'll just feel invisible and if I feel invisible, I just don't want to feel like I'm present in this life. I get that vibe. I get that vibe so much. I feel it. But I, my question for you is, if you are only good for you when you're performing, 
what kind of friendship is that? What kind of relationship is that really? When you're only as good as the last thing that you provided, then you might as well just be a robot, a machine. So see, for a lot of us, the crazy comes because we've literally trained and taught people that to view us less of a human being as more as an object or a thing that will produce and provide and never question. And when we actually start to prioritize our self-care, prioritize our wellness, that's when things start to shift. And I have my course, Amazing Attitude. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below to be able to help you identify like what makes you happy, what gives you joy, like how you question the things that you were taught and ask yourself, is it even helping you? That resource is there. And by the way, I know, look, look, I know that this idea of questioning yourself is scary because you may not know what's on the other side. You've been so used to moving 10,000 miles per hour. You never allowed yourself even the space nor the energy to look behind the curtain and see what's on the other side. Like, I totally get it. But here's the thing. If you want to live a life that actually is really meaningful, it requires you to actually slow down in order for you to speed up on joy. Not speed up in order for you to quote unquote, have, you know, have that time for you to rest. It will never freaking happen. You know, that's one of the big, I just have to say this is the biggest myth that I hear from entrepreneurs all the time. Well, I'm going to hustle it. I'm going to grind right now. And then when I finally start getting my money together or finally start getting some traction, then I'm going to slow down. No, you won't, boo-boo. That's called hedonistic adaptation. The moment you finally get what you want, then once you realize it, you want another goal to crush and then another goal to crush and you'll never want to take a break. You'll never want to relax. I have had so many conversations with entrepreneurs. Like I tell them like, hey, you're making like, forget six figures, seven figures. When are you going to take a rest? Oh no, I have a new launch coming up. Oh no, I've got a new business proposal that I'm working with and they never stop. So if you think for yourself that somehow you think that once you start making the money that you want, you're going to slow down, you're going to just actually relax. It ain't going to happen, boo-boo. It's never going to happen. You have to slow down in order to speed up on the quality of your life. Like that's the only way it's going to happen. So, (laughs) <laughs> I know I talked about a lot of different things today, but I, I just really just wanted to emphasize the most important thing is the fact that if you don't ask yourself about what's going on in your life, you're just going to repeat on loop and repeat the exact, exact same things that you learn from your parents or from your early guardians, or like whoever in your life. And for a lot of us, we know the things that we're doing is not helpful, but we just keep doing over it because of fear. But here, here's the thing. Fear is uh, forecasted expectations appearing to be real. Most often than not, it's not as bad as it is. The fact that your mind is like forecasting doom and gloom is to keep you stuck to do the exact same things because your brain doesn't want to work hard enough to actually examine things positively. And so in order for you to be able to challenge that and stop the crazy, we're going to have to eliminate, identify obviously, and then eliminate the crazy and just make it really clear and and like definitive in your mind. Like, no, just because my family did this way or just because I've accustomed to do this way, doesn't make it healthy, doesn't make it right and doesn't make it necessary. And I'm, I'm not going to 
live an uncomfortable and painful situation just because everyone around me is doing it. I have another choice and I'm not going to delude myself in thinking that I'll take a rest when my moment happened because that's not going to happen if you become addicted to pain, addicted to surges of adrenaline and norepinephrine and all these stress hormones. Like it's just not going to happen. So I'm hoping that you're listening to this, that A, you take the life script, B, you actually sit down and identify and eliminate. If you need more support, obviously I'm here to support you. You can inquire about life coaching and all the other stuff via my website. But the most important thing I just wanted to share is that you don't have to live a life of crazy. You absolutely don't. You can take a moment. Like for example, today, I just made it up in my mind, like, you know what? I'm just going to record this podcast. I have some client things I need to do, but that's it. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to allow my, I'm going to listen to what my, my feel, feeling, my instinctual self says and says, this is time where you're going to take it a little bit easier. Are you allowing yourself, if you're a woman listening to be in touch with your instinct? Conversely, if you're a man, are you listening to your intuition? Are you listening to your thoughts about what needs to be done and why it needs to be done? Or are you just more just focusing on your feelings only? Women get what they want in life when they know what they don't want. They're connected with their feelings. Men get what they want in life when they know what they want to do. And they have the guts to do it without any, any games, any, any, they're, they're definitive. And so they're going to prioritize their thoughts over their feelings. And then women prioritize their feelings over their thoughts. And everybody gets stuff done just in different ways. And we take the drama, we take the craziness out of all of it. <laughs> well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it. Uh, make sure you write a review, all that fun stuff. And I'm, I'm obviously, you can find me at Twitter, Denise G. Lee. And then obviously check out my website, DeniseGLee.com, if you're interested in just hanging out with me and, and uh, checking out some of my articles or whatever may interest you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.